everyone. Thank you once again for tuning in to this episode of Alley Cat's Corner. Thank you to everyone who checked out the first episode and sent me feedback. I really, really appreciated it. One of the most pleasant surprises I had actually was all the compliments I got about my voice and how soothing a lot of you found it. So thanks. Um, I guess I could have used that little boost of confidence. So here I am moving forward and making another episode. Today's topic is going to be all about Reiki and Reiki healing, what it is, um, who is the attributed founder of it, um, how it works on the individual, all of that. Um, We'll probably talk a little bit about attunement as well. So before we get into today's topic... Um, Like I stated in my first episode, I always like to start with a little breathing exercise just to get us focused on what we're going to be talking about. And I'm also going to take this moment because I know that the vast majority of us do not drink enough water. So if you have water near you or if you have to go get it, hit pause right now, go get a glass, go pour yourself some water, drink it and come back and enjoy. Besides that, we're going to do a quick breathing exercise. Um, We're not going to do the full square breathing. We're just going to take some three really deep, powerful breaths to get our heart rate to settle, to get our muscles to relax, and to really just be able to be present in this moment. So, I want you to close your eyes because you're going to focus on just what you're doing. If you're sitting in a chair, I want you to make it so that your back is straight, that your feet are flat on the floor. Get into a comfortable position. I want you to inhale. And as you inhale, I want you to feel your entire belly and abdomen fill with air, with clean, fresh air. Hold it for a count of three, two, one, and exhale as powerful as you can. Exhale. I want you to feel how, feel like your belly button is going close to your spine, that, you know, the space between the two is being minimized when you exhale. And I want you to feel all of that old air that you're holding on to, all the old energy that you were holding into, it just is gone now. Again, we're going to inhale. Inhale through the nose. Inhale through the mouth if you're having trouble breathing through your nose. Inhale. Inhale almost till you'll feel like you're going to burst. Hold it for a count of three, two, one. Exhale. Excellent. We're going to do this one more time. Take a minute. Ready? Inhale. And I want you to envision that fresh air going into your lungs and filling it completely. Hold it for a count of three, two, one. The most powerful exhale. Awesome. Great job.
So today's episode, we are going to talk all about Reiki, the basics of it, who founded it, how does it work, the five major Reiki principles. We're going to talk about all of that. And I'm even going to talk a little bit about how I got into doing Reiki in the first place. So I'm going to start off with talking about what Reiki is. In its most pure definition, Reiki is using, it's a healing modality that uses energy to promote healing within an individual on the physical, emotional, and spiritual planes. So one very common misconception and myth that I just want to talk about right off the bat is Reiki is not something that replaces a doctor's orders or medication. Reiki is not going to cure you of diabetes. It's not going to cure you of cancer. It's not going to cure you of hepatitis or AIDS or any other disease or disorder that you may have. It does help your body heal itself and it may help with symptoms, but it it's not going to cure you of these chronic and very serious illnesses. And I personally believe that any Reiki healer that makes such a claim is unethical and a fraud. And if they offer to cure you of these diseases, turn around and run far, far away because they're lying and they're, it's fraudulent and it's very wrong. And it's disgusting that some people unfortunately want to take advantage of the sick in such a way. So I just want to get that right out of the way, right off the bat, because I know in my own personal life, some of my friends, when I started getting into Reiki and meditation and energy healing, you know, I was always the scientifically minded one. So they kind of looked at me like, oh, so are you not gonna like go to doctors anymore? Are you, you know, and no, most of my clients and how I got into Reiki myself was to help treat me for anxiety and depression. Most of my clients come to me, they usually have emotional problems or um, mental issues such as anxiety, depression, postpartum issues. Um, And I find that Reiki definitely helps you to release a lot of that pent-up energy. So one of the theories of why Reiki helps people on the physical and emotional planes is because it takes place on the spiritual. As we know, all three of these planes are connected. How it works in its most basic way, how I like to explain it to my clients, is let's say, for example... I have a client that comes to me and says, you know, I've been feeling really anxious lately. Um, I don't feel as sure of myself as I used to. You know, certain people make me feel nervous. Um, and I've, I've been having trouble going to the bathroom. So you've given me emotional and physical symptoms. So as I'm performing Reiki, I'm going to focus on that individual's abdomen, their chest, And so these correspond to 
the solar plexus, the heart chakras, and the root chakra, which is at the base of the spine, kind of, it actually points upwards through our body. Um, it's kind of, di it's different than the other ones that you'll see in diagrams. It actually starts and it goes like north-south through our bodies. Like think of it, it kind of follows our spinal column. What I will do with this person is that's where I will focus the energy. So the, the energy centers help balance your body and energy flow through your body because energy comes at us from all different sources on many different fre frequencies. So chakras operate, they're kind of like almost like a spinning wheel and they'll dilate, they'll get larger, and then they'll contract and they get smaller. And you can kind of think of it also as the whole system as the tires on your car. If one tire has doesn't have enough air in it, the other three have to kind of compensate and your car is off kilter. It's the same with your chakras. If one is too dilated or too contracted, the others respond accordingly. So usually when somebody is experiencing anxiety and abdominal issues, I will focus on that one because that's usually where the dysfunction is. Usually when that happens, a lot of the terminology that some Reiki people will use is that the chakra is blocked. Um, I've never really felt that it's blocked. I feel like that's a very extreme kind of term to use. Um, I would say that it's contracted, that it's gotten smaller than the others. And it's really like our spiritual body's way of protecting us from harmful energies because our solar plexus is actually where we absorb energy from other people, which is why when you are standing next to somebody that is not trustworthy you know, that's why you get like that kind of queasy feeling in your stomach. And they always say, you know, trust your gut. That's actually where your intuition, that's the seat of your personal power. And that's where your intuition actually resides. What I will do in this session is, so as your solar plexus energy center contracts, the others will expand, they'll dilate a little bit more because you still have this energy flowing through your body. You're still trying to expel energy and trying to absorb energy. But in your solar plexus now, which is where your gut is, now you're going to feel all kind of clogged up, which is why some people may experience constipation and bloating, is because this is all tied together. When your spiritual body isn't right, your mental body isn't going to be right, and your physical body isn't going to be right. So what Reiki does is it kind of, it sends healing energy to all of your energy centers, all of your chakras in your body. And so what it will do with that solar plexus center is it'll very gently, it'll open it up and it'll clear out all of the, I don't want to say blocked, I guess pent up, it'll, it'll send out all of that pent up energy and it'll help flow. So, you know, when it comes to my clients and how they feel after they get a Reiki session, some of them, like this a client that will be complaining of the issues that I described earlier, 
probably later that night or the next morning, they will have to go to the bathroom probably a couple of times, more often than they're used to. And that's the healing working on the physical plane. You know, working on the mental plane is maybe they'll feel happier, they feel more confident within themselves. It, it all, like I said, it all ties together. So the thing about Reiki is how we experience it. It varies from person to person. Um, I remember my first Reiki session, session, I was completely skeptical when I went for my first session. And I remember I lied down on the table and I was like, all right, you know what, let's just try this. I'll close my eyes, I'll humor it, and let's see what happens. And I actually felt physical vibrations on my body and waves of energy coming over me that I had never experienced before in my lifetime. And that's when I knew, okay, there is, there's something to this. Even if it maybe isn't what is being described to me, there's something here. And it helped me. So in turn, I wanted to then learn how to give it to others so that I could help others. Like I said, Reiki, we all experience it differently. I've had clients tell me that they feel very hot, they feel very cold. Um, Clients have said that they knew exactly where I was on their body. Even my distance clients, that's clients that live in another state or another town that I'm giving them Reiki and they're not present, which I'll get into that later on. Um, They could feel exactly where my hands were over their body, (laughs) over their spiritual bodies, as in like real time. They'll feel vibrations, um, their stomachs will gurgle. Um, A lot of clients will experience the need to cry. Uh, I had another client experience a really big surge in their libido and their sex drive, so that was kind of like a pleasant side effect. One client asked me, I remember before a session, she said, what if I don't feel anything? And that is also normal. I've had Reiki sessions that I've gone to where during the session, I didn't really feel much of anything. I didn't feel vibrations. I didn't see colors. I didn't hear anything. You know, maybe I felt just a little bit relaxed because I laid on a table and I meditated a little bit, but The thing about Reiki is it works with our higher self. It works with our spiritual bodies. And it is always for our benefit. So if our higher spiritual self feels, you know what, this person is in a delicate state of mind right now. I'm not going to give them such a big rush of energy right away. Then you're not going to feel much of anything. And it's to protect you, which is not a bad thing. It doesn't mean that you didn't receive the healing. It just means that you're going to hold on to it for a little bit longer and it's going to come out maybe in spurts or it's going to be more solid. You know, it's maybe more that you need to feel strong rather than you need to have this big release all at once and cry and scream and and crap your brains out, you know, like some of us (laughs) when we get Reiki. Again, it's all up to your higher self, and it's always for your greatest good. So now Reiki also helps with physical symptoms. Um, I've had clients that have had arthritis in their joints. It does help with pain relief. 
like I said, it's not a cure, but it's like, you know, if you take Advil or Tylenol, you know that's not a cure for your pain. It's to just kind of get you through and to help abet it. The Reiki can help with inflammation. I know when I've gotten sports injuries, like usually with my knees or my ankles, like if I've sprained my ankle, I'll give myself Reiki. And it really is almost like, in my case, I've been lucky. I've gotten almost like instant pain relief. Reiki is a great way to help you clear out stagnant energy, which helps a lot of us that are dealing with emotional or mental disorders or issues. Um, I mean, I could be very honest. I myself, like I said, I have anxiety and, you know, a lot of the times it's because I'm constantly thinking about an issue or, or something I'm dealing with and I'll think about it over and over again and I'll ruminate about it for like, you know, throughout the day. And that's a waste of my time. It's a waste of my energy. It doesn't make me feel any better. And I logically know this, but for those of my listeners that deal with this issue as well, you all know what I'm talking about. Some of it, you know, with OCD, that's that thought pattern, the obsessive thought pattern where you're constantly, you know, thinking, oh, I could have done this better, or I should have said this during the conversation, or this person is probably mad at me, and that's why they didn't text me back, or whatever it is, you know, that's stagnant, pent-up energy within us, and so what Reiki does is it helps us clear our energy centers, our chakras, and it helps us to release it. And that is something that is so important. So now, very quickly, I will talk about who founded Reiki. So the founder of Reiki was a man named Mikao Usui, or as uh, those of us who study Reiki call him Usui Sensei, as he was called by his students. He was born in August 1865 near what is present-day Nagoya, Japan. And his whole life, he was dedicated to studying different healing techniques. He was born into a wealthy family. He traveled to Europe and China to further his education. He studied medicine, psychology, and religion. And he had many jobs. He worked, you know, in the corporate world. He was a civil servant. He was a journalist. He also worked to help rehabilitate prisoners Around March of 1922, he was having some failures in his personal life that was stressing him out, and in his business life, he meditated regularly, and there is a mountain in Japan called Mount Kurama, where he received his early Buddhist training. He meditated there often to help relieve him of his stresses. So Asui Sensei went to Mount Kurama Because he felt that in order to have complete peace of mind, he had to die. That death was the only way to achieve this. So his intention was to go to this mountain and fast until he died. But instead, he received what he called his great enlightenment. When he received this information, when he downloaded this epiphany, he was so excited that he started running down the mountain And on his way down, he stumbled and he injured his foot. 
what he did was, you know, the same way like any of us would do, we would cradle our foot in pain. He did the same thing. Except as he did this, he felt this healing energy flowing from his hands all on its own. And after a few moments, the pain in his foot was completely gone. He was completely amazed by this. And Asui Sensei realized that in addition to this illuminating experience he had, he had also received the gift of healing. And so it was his mission from there on out to spread his knowledge of this healing modality to people around the world. So the following month, he moved to Tokyo and he started a healing society that he named Asui Reiki Ryoho Gakai, or the Asui Reiki Healing Method Society. He opened a Reiki clinic in Harajuku, Tokyo, and he taught the classes himself. Asui Sensei loved to travel, and so after establishing his clinic in Japan, a lot of people from the United States came to study under him directly. And so he taught a lot of people from America this modality. He passed away four years later in 1926. And so his students, who became Reiki masters, then went on to create the lineage, the lineages for Reiki and pass along this knowledge. Finally, to end today's episode, I want to share with you the five main principles of Reiki so that you guys can meditate on this. Just for today, I will not anger. Just for today, I will not worry. Just for today, I will be grateful. Just for today, I will do my work honestly. Just for today, I will be kind to every living being. Thank you so much, everybody, for listening to the latest episode of Alley Cat's Corner. I hope that you found this episode enlightening. And if you have any other questions, feel free to shoot me an email or get at me on Facebook and I can answer your questions there. I have a lot more information in regards to Reiki and my sessions on there and on my website at alleycatreiki.com. And yeah, thanks for tuning in. See you next time.